Hey, Tony. It's been already eight. Eight is turning imperfection into perfection, being a love magnet. It's weird that they put those two together, hey? Turning perfection into, no, <laughs> turning perfection into imperfection. Turning <laughs> Imperfection into perfection, being a love magnet. So yeah. I like that we don't prep these because we have to even talk through what they're trying to say. Does that mean our own imperfections? Or yeah. Imperfections we perceive in others. Yes, probably. Yeah, I feel like it's that. Ah. All right, let's do it. Well, I think... Um, what does that mean? It's like, we all have this idea of what we think would encompass the idea of a perfect partner, right? Or perfect relationship situation. And I feel like, allow me to answer for the human race, but uh, I feel like most people fall short of that, right? Uh -huh. And so I think that's what this is about, is how can you turn something that isn't perfect into something that is perfect without changing a person and attract love for yourself in that in that yeah because yeah. in the whole time you've been alive how many relationships have you seen that are like that cinderella love story they just fit each other like a glove not too many not too many i think um I think that that can borderline be discouraging though, because I think that you can have something magical and beautiful and fairy tale esque, but you have to do this step, right? Like you have to do what they're talking about here. Yes, I think there's that odd meet across the room meant for each other meetup, but I don't think that's reality for most people. So we have to either assume everyone else is fucked or you can work through the imperfections to perfection and attract love yeah exactly so we being believers in love i have to believe in that otherwise it's pretty blah right yeah and you know this is um it's an interesting story because i mean i'm a i'm a big i i, I really cheer on the idea of having healthy boundaries because then when you have your own healthy boundaries you'll be able to determine what is like non-negotiable right uh -huh. in trying to account for imperfections and turning them into perfections because I think like I don't know correct me if I'm wrong here I just think that If you get bad vibes off of things and things don't sit well with you, you really have to weigh out this idea of, is it because you have high expectations or is it because, or like perfection expectations, or is it because you're actually participating in something that's shit? 
I like that. Oh, but okay. this could be that's see that what I'm saying is like when you're in a relationship. So yeah. So how do you navigate that? That is tricky. <laughs> but I think it's possible. I think it requires a little bit of introspection. What do you mean? I was thinking maybe we because I remember in school, not everyone was talking about boundaries or they didn't realize they could even have boundaries in relationships. So what do you mean, not from my perspective, but for listeners, when you say set healthy boundaries in relationships? Well, <clears throat> I think um, if you... If you kind of know what is like an absolute like this doesn't this isn't going to feel good for me for safety reasons for health reasons for mental and emotional well-being reasons i think that that's important to pay attention to and to build what i call your foundation of boundaries on but i mean within that too it's like it's such a delicate topic, right? Because you have to also be able to really like be fluid with why you feel the way you do and why you maybe have problems with the things you have problems with, right? Uh-huh. I'm learning what's a wall and what's a boundary, right? Because some people are like hard ass, especially yeah. when they're in a relationship. Oh, yeah. A boundary or they have none. And then they take on everything of their partners, which I'm more, I have more tendencies like that. Mm -hmm. Then, uh, and then life's shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're taking it all on. So how do you learn to set those boundaries that your stuff is not my stuff, even though we're together? So important. I think it is. It's, um, it, I, I would be lying if I said I was an expert at this. Believe me when I say, and you know this, I've spent a lot of time dwelling on this and in this and like observing, questioning, experiencing, like it's kind of my thing, right? But yeah. I feel like it's very, it's a very um, tricky territory to navigate. So what could you give somebody for advice i think that it is really helpful to maybe sit with yourself and maybe start i always support writing the idea of writing or typing whatever people want to do and getting like setting out with the intention to write about your boundaries in relationships why you feel the way you do just start writing getting it out of you um yeah Absolutely. Maybe explore, right? Like explore why you feel the way you feel. And like, you know, like you just said, you, I'm that way too sometimes. And it's like, explore the idea of the fact that you're maybe more receptive to your partner. And so you end up taking on their stuff. 100%. And I, well, that's our whole system that we'll get to eventually. But um, I think you're right with the journaling, really get to know yourself. Mm -hmm. and I think you have to having not been in one for so long and then back in a relationship it's like who is so much easier to give advice than to live advice so you have to really uh, 
watch it because I think I would have said someone of course you can set boundaries they're very important you have to do, do, do. and when you're in it you're like whoa because you start to even I can even be not in the same house and be like oh I'm feeling this and it's like yeah I know you are because I somehow am feeling it too so it's like needing to without setting a wall learn that I'm sorry you're having a shitty day but I can't take on that whole day within my own stuff right so how mm-hmm. can I do that but I'm also not going to say okay, we're done because you make me feel shitty because you have bad days and I can't take on. Like there's that balance of, I can I can totally live with that imperfection of you. I can't take it on, but there's some way I can love you through it. And that's that narrow wall I think you're talking about, right? That's the complicated piece. Oh yeah, absolutely. What like, can you be present with somebody's shit? And like, that is a really good way to maybe like, readers digest the idea of turning imperfections into perfections is sitting with it and being okay with where your partner is at being present not taking it on yeah and what if when they don't want to be around you what if that's their shit not that they want to be around you and be negative what if they're like oh you know i'm having such an off day I don't, I don't really want to do this and you have to watch your own because you haven't set any boundaries or know your own personality and I know for me it's like oh, what did I do why is it me like you can go into a spiral of that I could teach this I could sure teach you all exactly the right way to act but within your own relationship you've got to really watch it there has to be so much communication too yeah so, and, it, and both parties right mm-hmm. so much both parties just to say Hey, is this about me today? And if it's like, no, if you're trusting that person, you've got to just let them be in their own stuff, right? You know, what is also really interesting? I'm somebody who I like to, I like to say openly, it's like, yeah, I have high expectations. I put it in quotations because it's like, yes, (laughs) but also no, right? But I have expectations. And so I... I'm re- I'm recently starting to truly observe that like the things that I expect from a partner, it's like, am I also delivering those, right? Because yeah. I think that's important too. It's like, are you able to embody what it is that you expect from another person, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because then that mirroring comes up and is it really their imperfection or is it your, your fear mm-hmm. of what that imperfection that you perceive will do to your relationship exactly and it's almost mirroring it because you're projecting it internally yeah. outwards right no and i had to watch that for sure mm-hmm. exactly like having rejection sensitive dysphoria or whatever you want to label that yeah a lot of times it's not rejection but i feel that as rejection because i would think well obviously that's rejection and it's not at all it could have just been an off-the-cuff remark or they're having a bad day it actually has very little to do with you and you take it to this whole other level and it becomes this imperfection and then your brain takes it well can i really be with someone like that because on my list is that's something i don't put up with and <gasps> really <laughs> whoa that's where I think you're right journaling or at least taking that time to be aware that you're spiraling and start listing in your head right like mm-hmm. is this real it's um you know here's something I do and I have told clients this in the past too like that will help with that 
and it sounds corny but like holy shit balls does it work so I always say and I say it think it hold it energize it whatever the universe or whatever the creator will always show me what I need to know when I need to know it and in my opinion that's a really beautiful way to just kind of like take the weight off of the situation or expectations and things like that and if you start opening up to the idea that you will see what you need to see when you need to see it and it will like not in a like evidence-based thing but it can be that way I'm thinking more like you'll start to observe the patterns of like you know what you were just saying about the rejection sensitivity and like realizing that maybe it's a it's you projecting that because you feel it internally I think that that's a perfect example of somebody coming into an awareness of something deeper because whatever the creative energy the creative spirit wants Tony to be aware of that right Uh I think that that it's easier said than done because it allows it kind of forces you to have trust in the process yes right and watch your patterns because patterns with that is usually to offset the rejection right so you perceive their imperfection and then what you can do is just be like well that's just not that's on my list and that's not something I put up with so we're done and but what you've really just done is protect yourself from having to deal with your own issues with rejection and you haven't actually dealt with their imperfection you've just amplified your own really totally totally which is interesting I found myself in that this morning let's be real and honest with our viewers when I feel it to something was off in the energy so you just keep ramping it up and then they're off in their energy and then I'm like okay I should just go home blah blah this is terrible this isn't the way I want to feel and then I just stopped and I you know we're Abraham fans if you don't viewers we are but it was kind of like one of those statements of so is this how you want your day to go is this really how you want your day to go down this spiral of negative thoughts and wrecking the day and going home and feeling dejected and rejected and is that how you want your day to go or can you take this day and switch it around I couldn't take the day and turn it into like this beautiful romantic loving day because the energy had already switched but I could go grab someone's face and say hey my energy was off can we restart the day and shift everything and it shifted everything we had not the most amazing day but we had a good day and I'm not in that space of shit everything's terrible so sometimes so of course their imperfection had something to do with that day too it wasn't just me but I had the decision to see how I wanted to view that totally I think that's a perfect example of a few things so the topic title taking imperfection turning it into perfection not perfect as though like there's some definition on that but making it it's like taking control of it and making it better a better experience for yourself and for the other right yeah but then it's also a perfect example of how we're the we're totally in control of our own experience and our own reality and if you're conscious of it like tony like you were just now explaining then you can kind of grab the reins on it a bit and redirect 
Yeah. And then it becomes a love magnet because I don't care what anyone says, unless you're like totally with an asshole that you really need to go away. And that's a whole different topic. But as soon as I switched my energy, even though I got told, well, it's not all you. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But if I switch my energy, it's phenomenal how much the whole day changes. Right. Oh yeah. Cause you influence, you influence it so much. You do. And I think also too, that's huge because often when in partnership, we put a lot of onus on the other person to, if they change, things will be better. Or if they change, I'll change. Or if they do this, then I can reciprocate. Right. And I'm guilty of that too. Like it's very, I'm not knocking anybody because it's, it's reactive, right? It's reactive. Yeah. But if you, um, if you grab the reins and realize, you know, I, I don't want to feel this way and I have say and control over that, then that my friends is power in relationship. And then you're not doing it to change the other person. You're doing it for the sake of the relationship for, for yourself first. Right. Mm-hmm. which is then not reactive so then there's still an imperfection in that person because something didn't click and then if you do that and choose to change their day and they still choose to spiral well then if I chose to go home that'd be different it'd be like you know what I just can't be in this energy anymore it wouldn't just be this reactive oh the world's coming to an end you have to know your patterns too though we have to admit you and I've done a lot of work so I could switch that day around real quick today because it's like, oh, oh, oh Tony, <laughs> you're smiling. A few years ago, I probably would have just went, well, they don't care about me. Right? Mm-hmm. So, or even a few months ago in a different realm, right? So there's so much shifting that, I don't know. I still think it's a question, even if you haven't done a lot of work yet to ask yourself, is this the way you want your day to go? Because that, okay. that jolted me out of it real quick today. It's like, no. <laughs> I do not want to sit in this energy for the next 24 hours. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you know, that's another reason why that's huge is because you're stepping away from the victim game, right? Where it's like, well, it's their fault that I feel shitty. Right. And it may be accurate, but right. You don't have to feel that way, man. You don't have to feel that way. And then you magnetize more love, right? So let's say if we you weren't in a relationship, though, imperfections. Well, you might be able to, it sounds like we're saying lower your standards, right? Which mm-hmm. is kind of true in a way, but I think you're right. If you list out those things that are just, like I like to say, non-negotiable, then you have to look at the, because no one's coming perfect. So can you look at the imperfections as the uniqueness of the person as opposed to that's right that's right right there's a reason you're attracted to this or you're going to attract someone in so I don't know I know and you know I was thinking about that as I was driving home and it's like I you think about anybody you know (laughs) you can you can think of anything about people you know or like drives you a little bit fucking nuts right of course. So what are you just going to be alone forever and, and right no friends no nothing exactly well, I guess that some people choose that but if you want to attract love 
you're going to have to put it when, well, you have your own freaking imperfections. So you know that there's, and I wonder if a lot of times, well, not us. (laughs) Don't, don't include me in this bullshit. (laughs) If we can't, if we don't start noticing their imperfections and what drives us crazy, if we don't stop it, if we do stop it, I think we could see that it's probably one of our own imperfections that is butting heads with one of theirs too, right? Totally. Totally. And And you have to be op- willing to be open and honest about your own bullshit. You do, which is not that easy. And you know what? I feel for people that want to have conversations about it and their partner won't. That's that's like a whole different topic, right? But this is more, be careful what you're calling an imperfection because it's also a piece of what makes up the person that you're attracted to. You know, that's interesting because we could almost do that as our next talk like what do you do when you want to how do you work with energy when you want to have communicate and have open honest sharing and your partner does not mm-hmm. what do you um, do? maybe we'll approach There's that few different dynamics involved in that which comes down to the way they communicate too. now that mm-hmm. would be a good one to do now so we could totally do that mm-hmm. all right do you think do you have anything else to add to no I would just say like you know if you're finding yourself irritated and stressed out with your partner and they're driving you nuts just kind of what we're talking about like willing be willing to be a little bit more open with if you're noticing things and reflected in somebody else that are are reflecting back to you because it's a mirror image right and like mm-hmm. if you can can you like take responsibility take responsibility for your experience for how you want to feel in your relationship in your day in the moment and grab those reins and turn it around regardless of what the other person is going to do or not do right yeah, and it will inevitably, unless you're totally with who you shouldn't be, attract love because you become attractive to them instead of, because your energy is exuding, oh my God, I can't stand your imperfections right now. Mm-hmm. It's what you're exuding and it's driving me crazy and I'm feeling insecure about it. Blah, blah, blah. Even if you're not saying it, everything about you is saying it. Mm-hmm. And there's no way they're going to, unless they're really doing the same work too, which some of them are, but Mm-hmm. I don't know. that's that's a good point you become a magnet because you you're shifting your energy to allow for it yeah and then it all feels off and you can ruin days with that and it's not worth it it's true and then it becomes a rut eventually yeah or it becomes a blame game well you don't love me or you don't like me or you don't and it's like well that's because you're not very you aren't attracting it in because you were so focused on the imperfections what if you turned it around today even and I didn't go this far but what if you went this far to say okay stop start listing everything you really love about this person yeah that's beautiful and then you'd be like oh right there's a reason I like that this and you have to watch because and then I'll be done but I'm a, like, let's talk it out for like, talk it out to the last little bit. And they're more, yeah, we're off today. We won't be tomorrow. Let's just keep going. And those are two, they kind of like quite different. Can you come in the middle and realize you probably don't need to talk everything out, but see if they're willing to talk a little bit of it out and it'll shift the energy too. Is there some give and take in there? Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And the energy changes and you magnetize it. But if I have to say anything about their imperfections and perfections is if you're focused on imperfections, then even if you don't have a relationship, then you're gonna you might have to be very patient to find the one because good luck. <laughs> hey, you know what else is really something to consider? When you said, what if you just said no, I don't want to. I'm going to take the reins on this situation. And then you did what Tony suggested and you wrote down everything you loved about your partner. What if you also wrote down everything you loved about yourself? Uh-huh. And the reason why I bring that up is because again, the mirroring, it's like we often project outwards what we feel internally. Right. So if we're very critical and hard on ourselves and insecure, and questioning our own behaviors and then and but we don't want to own it own it no. oftentimes we'll project that onto another person and or do it to them and uh I used to be really bad for that not towards the other person but even to myself it's like I had a life coach point out to me in our hour-long conversation that I I didn't say one nice thing about myself but I just had like so many shitty things to say about myself and it's like oh my God, it's like, she's right. I And then so I started really catching myself on that. And I think it really shifted the way I deal with other people too, so. Which is true, because how can you have be a love magnet with a partner if you have no magnetism and love for yourself? It's accurate. It's not going to work very well, so I love that. I love it too. Another topic too. Another topic. Well, go be love magnets. Stop. Not, not this topic though we'll carry it on another time all right perfections perfection and love magnetism that's a we could talk for hours huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> but we won't have fun attracting love come work with us at our linktree.com site www.linktr.ee slash red lipstick babes can't wait to see you there